And so are we in a recession? On one hand, you know, the U.S. GDP contracted by 1.6% in Q1 this year, 2020, and 0.9% during Q2 of this year. So technically, two consecutive contractions in GDP means that we are in a recession. And this is a very common definition of a recession that many economists, you know, are uh, considering and looking into when they're thinking uh, and trying to determine whether we are in a recession. But, and that's a big but, the U.S. National Bureau of Economic Research, which is the body that can technically determine whether or not we're in a recession, thinks otherwise. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fourth season of Ready to Scale. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman. Real estate investing is not rocket science, but it's not a fairy tale either. It's an incredible investment vehicle that builds and grows wealth. I have done it, and this is why so many of the wealthiest people in America and in the world, actually, invest in real estate as well. Listen in every week to learn about all the different real estate asset classes, which strategies experienced and successful investors use to live their best lives and the processes to do it. Don't reinvent the wheel. Just listen in every week to grow your knowledge along with me and to move your finances to a place where you can live an extraordinary life. This show is sponsored by my company, Blue Lake Capital, where we help passive investors grow their wealth through large multifamily investments and funds. To learn more about my company and invest in with me, visit www.bluelake-capital.com. Welcome to Ready to Scale Season 4. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ready to Scale. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman, broadcasting from Boston, Massachusetts. And today I want to talk to you about something that a lot of my investors and I'm sure you know, other people are concerned about and thinking about, are we in a recession and what does it mean for real estate specifically? And it's not actually an easy topic because there's no one answer to are we in a recession and what it means to real estate, it's kind of a mixed bag. So let's get started. Are we in a recession? That's the first question on everyone's minds, whether they're invested in real estate, the stock market, And even if they're not investing at all, it's something that people are concerned about and worried about and thinking about. And so are we in a recession? On one hand, you know, the U.S. GDP contracted by 1.6% in Q1 this year, 2020, and 0.9% during Q2 of this year. So technically, two consecutive contractions in GDP means that we are in a recession. And this is a very common definition of a recession that many economists, you know, are uh, considering and looking into when they're thinking uh, and trying to determine whether we are in a recession. But, and that's a big but, the U.S. National Bureau of Economic Research, which is the body that can technically determine whether or not we're in a recession, thinks otherwise. So, Basically, they're in charge of making the official call on whether the country is in a recession and very, very smart people are making that body, you know, professors from MIT, Northwestern University, from Princeton, from Harvard, very, very accomplished individuals. And the traditional definition is, 
and I'm quoting here, a significant decline in economic activity that is spread across the economy and that lasts more than a few months. So that's, you know, one big part of it. And actually, there are two parts of their definition. It needs to be a significant decline, not just any decline in economic activity. And the second part is that it needs to last more than a few months. And this is where the Bureau of Economic Research has a different opinion. And they're basically, you know, besides the GDP growth or decline, they're looking at various other factors like unemployment and personal income. So when it comes to those two factors, with unemployment, that factor has been improving. So unemployment has been going down since April of 2020. So if we're talking about numbers, 14.7% was the unemployment rate back in April 2020, the beginning of COVID. But in May 2022, we're talking about only 3.6%. So technically, unemployment is improving. This number is not getting worse. That's one part of looking at whether we're in a recession. Okay, now the second factor when the Bureau is looking at whether there's a significant decline in economic activity is personal income. So if we're looking at personal income, it was actually $14.2 billion in February 2022 and $14.5 in July 2022. So you can see personal income is actually going up and it was even lower back in April 2020. So the U.S. National Bureau of Economic Research previously determined that the U.S. was in a recession back in April 2020 for two months when the economy shut down, you know, during COVID. And we all know that we all, you know, felt that. But even though, and that's their bottom line, even though GDP went down Unemployment has improved and real personal income actually went up. And that's why the Bureau basically determined that we are not in a recession. So you can see that even though they've determined that we're not in a recession, still GDP contracted two consecutive quarters. And so some people and researchers are still considering our current uh, situation as a recessionary environment. So what does it mean for real estate? Whether there's actual recession, when people perceive or believe that there is a recession, things change and that impacts real estate. And so when people perceive, they think that, that we are in a recessionary environment, the first thing they do, they tighten up the belt, they cut costs. So from a, a demand perspective for multifamily, many people actually believe that there's a recession as tenants. And so either they move to a cheaper apartment, but most of them will actually cut unnecessary purchases, trips, you know, they're going to stop buying things that are unnecessary because they want to make sure that they have more money to pay for rent, which is still going up. And actually, I don't know if you've read it, but Orlando is going to basically press the pause button on rent increases. And so throughout the city, there's going to be a city-wide rent control and no one can increase rent more than a certain amount. And so right now, for the most part, when, you know, in most states, you can actually still push rents because as an owner, your expenses are going up. And when tenants think that there's a recession, they're going to make sure that they have enough money to pay for the increasing rents. And so they're going to cut some of the costs. So in, on one hand, 
a recessionary environment will make sure to some extent that tenants are going to make sure that they're going to pay for rent and collections should stay strong. But it depends on the type of asset that you own. If you own C-class, for instance, in certain areas when people are struggling as is and they don't have enough to pay for expense, their day-to-day expenses, and they're struggling to pay rent, this is going to drive them you know, beyond that point and they will not be able to pay rent. So in the struggling areas in kind of older assets, mainly C-class assets, I do anticipate an increase of bad debt because you're going to have more tenants that will not be able to pay their rent because, you know, due to inflation and, and recession, it's going to be harder for them to pay for their, you know, other expenses. In terms of the vendors that are executing some projects, those who are paying for, who are basically carrying renovations, CapEx projects like tree treatment and parking lot resurfacing, whether we're in a recession or not, that's not going to really impact the property in that sense, because right now, all those vendors, all those contractors, they're struggling to hire people and they're struggling with the other costs that are going up. So if you think, okay, maybe it's a recessionary environment, we can save some costs and renegotiate. It's very hard to do these days. And so there's not going to be an impact on the CapEx side of managing the assets. Now, you need to remember that since 1980, the average recession length has been around nine, nine and a half months on average. And then there was a growth period. So whether, you know, if we actually in a recessionary environment, then we have a few more months, well, several more months to go uh, on average before there's a better period ahead of us. Now, the Fed's raising the the interest rates and basically imposing this situation because they want to control inflation. That's also a big part of the recession that we're at if we are indeed in a recession. Now, the other part besides renters, you know, payments and CapEx projects How does the recession, if we are in a recession indeed, how does it impact real estate prices? So again, my point is that it doesn't really matter if we are in a recession or not in terms of how it impacts some, you know, real estate to some degree, because when people believe that we're in a recession, then they behave in a certain way that make that would change how things were done so far. So when it comes to real estate prices, we actually see some assets that are, you know, the the prices are being renegotiated if they're under contract, some prices, you know, are down. And it definitely impacted the valuation of the properties, because when you underwrite a deal, now that if you think that there is a recession or recession is coming, you basically are more conservative in your underwriting. So you assume that you're going to have a bigger portion of uncollected debt. You believe that it's going to be more expensive to run those properties because of the recession. And because the income is going to go is going to be a bit lower than what you felt comfortable seeing before the recession, then basically you can, and the same for expenses, it's going to be higher, you will be able to pay less than what you were willing or able to pay before. And that impacts the real estate prices that are going a bit down, you know, these days. Multifamily is still very much popular and there's still some assets that are being sold at a higher price than the original, you know, anticipated or verbalized price, which is called the whisper price, because there's still some groups out there that must deploy capital and they're willing to pay 
premium for it, but we're starting to see some assets that the prices are going down a bit. And the way really to handle it is to stay disciplined. So if you're used to take a certain debt, if you're used to run the underwriting model, you know, as a sponsor, we're used to put certain assumptions. If you stay disciplined and stick to the principle, the investment principles that you've had years ago and months ago, then you can weather this, whether there's a recession or not. It depends on the interpretation. But as I've mentioned before, the fact that people perceive or believe that we're in a recessionary environment that makes them change their behavior. And that does impact real estate. So if you stay disciplined, you can weather this, you can play smart, and you know you can wait for some fire sales to come. They may come, but you have to remember the debt is not what it used to be. So any discount you get on assets, the benefit is going to be, I would say, not mitigated, but the benefit will be a bit less impactful than you want to because the debt is not as good as it, as it was. That's all for today, guys. Stay safe out there. Be bold, be great. Keep pushing forward. And I hope to see you on the next episode. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.